online and on your mobile. From the UK to the world, this is Diverse FM. The pandemic has hit our industry hard in the past few months. Um, in many parts of the world, theaters, museums, and galleries still cannot fully open as they should. How about those people who worked in the industry? What do they think? Welcome to the podcast. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Robin and Friends, a weekly podcast featuring stories, ideas, and opinions from around the world. I'm Robin of Robin and Friends. You're always welcome to get in touch and tell me how important our industry is to you. Find us on social media at devsfm on net, on Twitter, and on devsfm on Weibo. You can also email me devsfm at foxmail dot com and visit the homepage devsfm dot weibly, which is w e e b l y dot com. Robbing and friends. In this episode, I'm joined for the first time、um, by my friend who always.、Uh, You know, be passionate about radio, and we work together briefly、uh, in Radio Cardiff. It's Katie Marks. Good morning, Katie. Good morning, Robin. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for your time. It's the first time having you on the podcast. It's lovely to um to speak to you after、uh, quite a long time. So the last show we did was、uh, back in March.、Yes. Can't can't believe that. My gosh, I know. I can't believe that. So far away, wasn't it? <laughs> Blimey. Yeah.、Oh. So, so you're a freelancer, and you worked in the art industry. Tell me a little bit about your work before the pandemic.、Uh, so I I do、uh, a couple of things. I work in、uh, in television as、uh, an art director and a buyer,、um, and before that was、uh, prop making for CBBS.、Um, but、uh, yeah, it, I mean obviously. Uh, since the pandemic hit, with that,、uh, there's been few and far between,、uh, jobs-wise, and、um, I also have a, a theatre company that I set up、um, because I write、uh, my own productions, and, and I set up a theatre company so I could then produce them as well. And、mm. uh, we were due to do a show、um, this summer, but of course that's been cancelled and is rolling over to next summer, hopefully, fingers crossed. So it's. I mean, theatre is just non-existent at the moment, and、um, like I said, television.、Uh, there's so many, so many of us out there that are looking for jobs now, looking for the same jobs. There's a lot of things that are going in, on in London, but of course, they're more likely to take people who are London-based,、uh, because again, you know, obviously with travel restrictions and things like that, it makes it quite difficult. Yeah, it is the case because I'm I'm in London at the moment. I know how、um, how tricky it is like traveling around because Cardiff was、uh, was put、mm-hmm. in the lockdown again.、Um, local restriction yeah, as far、right. as in the、uh, early October and and that makes it even、yeah. harder for you if you want to travel out of Cardiff coming to London. That just well you can still can do、yeah. that, but it's not just according to the rules. I guess it's going to be a tricky the situation yeah, at the moment. Yeah. Um. Okay. Again, so, so tell me about how how you feel about all this stuff. It's, it, it is complicated, I guess.、Um, no, I I、um, only had、uh, a short contract just before, and that had finished,、um, mm. so I didn't have another one that was sort of cut short, which would have been good because actually people who did have that were put on furlough, so、um, that you know that were obviously would have been a bit more helpful. Um, but unfortunately, I didn't have that. And、uh, as with a lot of people, we've sort of、um, slipped through the cracks. We were able to apply for、um, it was a, a, a grant scheme、um, for self-employment, and it was based on、uh, how much you'd earned in that particular year.、Um, but 
what uh, unfortunately when you applied for the grant when you got that through obviously most of us have applied for universal credit it then cancelled out the universal credit so you know depending on how much you were awarded with that um, it, it could you know it was not brilliant because obviously one cancelling out the other um, but they did two of those in the end um, uh, there is now a culture fund that uh, Beck too have um, been sort of chasing up the government to put back into theatres and um, to help freelancers who have kind of slipped through the cracks basically because some people didn't even have um, uh, they didn't even have a tax return that they filed so you know it looked like they d hadn't done any work and so they weren't awarded anything so uh, it's been a really really difficult time really really mm. difficult because mm. I'm not really very much familiar with the industry and but I heard from the news that there are lots of people calling for more help and I actually recently saw the news mm. saying the um, they're saying world is going to close its uh, oyster cinemas within the UK and Ireland for at least this winter and that's even I think yeah. a bigger hit I know I know it, it just keeps getting worse doesn't it mm. and um, I know that uh, some things that had also started filming um, there were cases of COVID on some of these uh, programs so they've had to stop filming as well um, uh, you know people are filming with limited crews so it doesn't make it easy then does it for um, such a you know a huge industry with so many people and it being so competitive in the first place um, you know obviously it's become even more competitive I saw today actually um, just before um, uh, coming on here uh, that somebody had gone on to um, there's like a an art department Facebook page mm -hmm. for, for jobs and somebody had literally just sort of come to the end of his tether and was just like please please if there's any work I, I desperately need it because otherwise I will lose my flat and um and it is getting to be like that because now um I mean I'm in a situation as well where um you know obviously what they award you with um universal credit is is nowhere near if you own a house um, is half of what they give you if you are renting so it doesn't cover anything and then if you make money um, obviously you can you can you can make money and you can report that you've made money um, but when you do every pound you make you lose 62 pence of what they give you mm -hmm. so it you know it's 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 really quite hard to make up the amount of money that you then need to pay your bills it's uh, quite a scary time yeah it is quite scary because I me mean, listening to um what you tell me and people just literally asking for a job because they're about to lose their flat become homeless and that's mm. even even harder isn't because I, I, yeah. I, I yeah i did homelessness story um on radio cardiff before and i spoke to um the charity state wallage um that's far before the pandemic started and that's how hard it is already for people who you know, cannot get a job, cannot get a place to stay, and then we might see more people on the streets. Um, but again, mm, yeah. But there are people coming to argue, saying, you know, you got a universal credit, you got uh, some parts of the um the grants for you. Um, why would you still ask more? In terms of kind, mm. that kind of response, what would you like to say? Well, I, I mean, obviously, it's it's difficult because we we've all we've all trained to work in this industry and it's an industry that we love and um, we're used to um, getting you know the, the the wages that we were getting um, and then our the way that we live then like you know whatever houses we have or whatever the bills probably correspond to what we were earning um, so 
people then who, you know, obviously you couldn't go out and get a normal job and, and obviously have minimum wage and things, but it's probably not going to cover all of your outgoings. Mm. Um, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's just so it's so difficult. Of course, to do that as well. If you're going to get, um, to, you know, um, I'm not saying just you know all all work is important, all areas are important. But if you're going to go into getting has full time employment um, in a, a shop or somewhere else, then that could then if work was coming up, and you actually you know you were lucky enough to get something, it could. Obviously, it'll jeopardise that, and you'd have to give them um, notice of leaving and things like that, and then you'd be letting down. So it it it, um, it makes it quite difficult. And of course, it, I mean, it's soul destroying as well, isn't it? You know, when you see an industry that you love and you've worked so hard to be in to see it just decimated, really. You know, yeah. the with theatre just just. I mean, people are doing. They are doing things. Somebody got a grant the other day to um, do. Uh, sort of a celebration of uh, puppeteering um, in all its form, um, and that was on a that was on Zoom. So, you know, people are doing that, and uh, you know, they're doing sort of remote um, uh, productions. And I think some uh, a group of people from the West End they did an outdoor production. Uh, you know, there's there's obviously there's hope but I mean we don't have the weather for outdoor productions much here do we um, so it's a bit of a struggle and of course everyone's questioning as well as to why you can have a plane for people um, but you can't have and you can have a gym full of people dancing in one room exercising but then you can't have um, people sat watching something on the stage and of course if you can film something then you've got actors playing opposite each other there's going to be a way that you could do that on the stage that is mm. going to be safe you know they do it through testing constant testing um, you know I mean in uh, some films that have been going ahead uh, people have been tested most days uh, to see whether or not they have it or have the antibodies mm. so you know there's there's obviously ways of doing it but of course this is going to take a lot of money as well those um, which is the character for everything, isn't it? But they do need, uh, theatres are saying that they do need to have it at, as much as possible at full capacity. Mm. And and that's where the, the difficulty comes, isn't it? But I, I'm sure they'd, you know, just to perform again or just to get up there again, they, they'd make some sort of consideration for that. I think it's slightly confusing, isn't it? I, I'm thinking about, uh, when, you're, when you're telling me yeah. this, I'm thinking about that. And it's true, isn't it? You can get, uh, like, I don't know. Maybe um, this is not really that appropriate comparison. But you know, tubes. You can get a tube train for people packed together. You can get um, yeah. restaurants not really packed, but a lot of people sitting in. You can get bars. You can get cafes mm -hmm. open. Uh, not in Scotland, moment. Um, but again, you can get that open and have similar indoor places, and that's even yeah. much smaller than a than a theater. And until mm. now, I think cities still are not allowed to open. I just feel like. It's, it's slightly is the case that yeah. said the government is not really wanting to um, pay money or, or spend some money supporting the industry. Is that the case? I mean, the, the, it's been very difficult anyway because the funding for the arts yeah. is, is, you know, it always seems to drop anyway. Um, and, you know, you still get people sort of saying, oh, you know, go out and get a proper job and things like that, you know, and people don't really sort of understand how much training people do to be in that industry. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, what would happen then? How dull a world would it be if you didn't have 
the arts if if you you know it, it's it's culture isn't it it's it's you know it's something wonderful and it it's it's helpful to people as well you know for building confidence or it's it's a wonderful wonderful thing yeah I, so uh, yeah but i don't understand for years they have sort of dropped the funding you know and it just seems to be the last sort of layer of everything that's going on that they will you know open it it just I, I don't just, know it doesn't really make too much sense yeah i feel like still really like shocked and surprised to hear that really is someone telling you to get a proper job that's that's even more than inappropriate or offensive mm. that's that's just how irrespective for some people to yeah. understand other people's work like i'm doing I'm more interested in doing journalism. I haven't had someone telling me to do a proper job. If someone is really telling me that, mm -hmm. I'll definitely tell them no because it's really offensive. Listen to that. You're committed <laughs> to your own industry, and that's a big industry, much bigger than some others. And mm -hmm. you've got lots of people working in it, and now you can be told to get a proper job. That's just horrendous. I know. Well, this is it. And I, I think it's not been helped by, um, obviously, I, you know uh, there was a there was a tweet supposedly mm. um, by Rishi Sunak say, stating that um, people in the arts need to retrain. Now, again, I, you know this is this could be hearsay because this is something that's just got gone around social media. But there's been a backlash of, of you know artists sort of saying, well, well hang on a minute, you know I I, I do um, you know I sing, I dance, I I, I puppet, I do animation, you know, they're, and they're listing off the all of these wonderful talents that they have, and you're telling them to retrain to do something else which um if you know that would be soul destroying really mm. and and uh, and also the word retrained uh, i'm trying to find out tweet later but i think the, the word similar to retrain is actually quite helpful for um freelancers for contractors for people who ha have a proper um position mm. in the big company because it it, it is like not re recognizing the importance of their job because I was doing a um, radio documentary. You might have known that because you put part of it um, regarding community radio station during the uh, summertime, and a big part of that is to yeah. find out the recognition of the community radio stations. And the result is shocking because lots of people did not recognize that the importance of them, even though they're using their services every single day. And for some parts of the um the local government some parts of the local council they when, whenever we i contacted them regarding this they're just telling me that they it, well we, we support them but how did we support them we don't have money and that's it it is i just like similar situation here i'm feeling really mm -hmm. sorry um to hear the story I'm, I'm really shocked to hear that and also you mentioned about you know mm -hmm. they dropping funding for art it is it kind of like the way to discourage people from learning arts from the very beginning is that kind of like a plan i don't really know um mm. i mean i know that there's uh, you know schools don't always teach drama which i think is quite shocking you know i'm always quite surprised and shocked to hear about schools that have drama on their, on their curriculum um you know because like i said before it's, it's a really it's a great way to gain confidence if you're not even going to go into it you know it's great for public speaking which is you know needed in in many jobs um you know it's it's great for communicating and also you study a lot of literature as well um 
I mean, then going into drama schools and things like that, obviously most of them are private and you have to have a lot of money in the first place to go to those and they're not funded by, um, you know, normal loans that you get when you go to universities and things like that. Um, and, you know, you're talking, gosh, I, I think even when I went there, it was like nine grand a term. So it's, you know, these are very expensive places. So it makes it quite elitist in the first place. Um, and obviously, you know, self-funded, um, you know, because they don't get the uh, they don't get the grants and they don't get the um, the, the loans. Sometimes they have um, uh, certain uh, grants for like somebody might win a scholarship or something, but the majority is um, just very very expensive to do in the first place. And then, yeah, I don't know it it. It's difficult, obviously, you know, uh, again, the West End is getting, it's quite high art and ballet is high art and they always seem to get quite a lot of funding. But then as you go further down the line, the smaller companies obviously get less and less funding. And there's so many, you know, there, there's so many little companies that need it. Yeah, I think West End is a, is a big part of the art industry. But again, it is just part of it. It is not all of it. Yeah. It is obviously that not no. everyone in the art industry can be part of West End productions. I, I wouldn't say so. And again, mention how expensive that could be for some people who want to get into the art industry to spend lots of money and time and effort training themselves and then again being told to retrained and <laughs> I just yeah. feel like that's really ridiculous, isn't it? Uh, what, what's it's your um, future? Awesome. Yeah, so what, what's the provision for the future? Do you think it's going to get better very soon? Anytime soon? Is it gonna, not going to get better again? <laughs> Oh, I mean, yes, obviously, you know, it's, I mean, it, mm. things, things have got to get better, haven't they? But it, it's not looking great. And the future of some theatres uh, isn't looking great. Future of some theatre companies isn't looking great. You know, that um, people are already, you know, they're, they're already folding, they're already going into administration. Yeah. Uh, you know, if they don't, it, if they don't open soon, they won't open at all, uh, and that's that's pretty scary. Um, I mean, I think, I mean, they always say that it's that they always say the show must go on, and it's awful that right now it can't, because the show always went on no matter what, but now it can't, and that's that's just a really really dire situation for us to be in. Mm. I mean. If, Perhaps it'll go backwards to where it first began with uh, outdoor theatre and Commedia dell'arte on the back of, you know, trucks. And obviously they're all wearing masks anyway. So, you know, perhaps it'll go back to something like that. It'll, yeah. it'll you know, there'll always be art. Um, it's, just a, it's just a very, very scary place at the minute. It's how we how we get back or how we redefine. Mm. Um, are you considering doing anything similar in the, in the industry but slightly different in the future, given the situation? Also going to keep um, doing this fully uh, most of your time? What, what's your option for now? Well, I'm, uh, I'm still writing the show uh, for next year. Um, it's going to be a one-woman show, so it makes it easier in that sense, but I'll get a lot of people involved in it. Um, uh, then... I mean, I've spoken to Beck Two quite a lot because they've been offering mentor. So Beck Two is the union for television, and they've mm. been offering things like mentoring, and um, that they, they offer different types of training and everything as well. Um, 
the other thing that I, I, I that I've been sort of looking into is um, is painting and decorating, which is nothing, you know, obviously outside of um, the uh, the industry, um, just to just to get by, you know, because obviously you come from a an artistic background, so um, maybe that's a direction that you can sort of you know splay out into that might help fund uh, for now until theatres and and uh, everything start running again. Oh, well, it's really, really hard to have this conversation with you. I'm so sorry to hear, you know, no. it, it, life's been really, really hard for you, Katie. Because um, I remember the time when we um, talked through about the jobs that have been done um, and some of the things you've been yeah. doing before the pandemic, and you're so proud of that. I think you're, you should still be very much proud of whatever you have been doing before the pandemic. I think mm-hmm. that's kind of the achievement you have. It's, it's, just, it's just hard for anyone because um, finding jobs... Um, for you, it's hard. For me, it's hard as well. Um, yeah, I don't even it's it's hard. It's absolutely heartbreaking. And like <laughs> I said, it is. It's it's very scary. You know, I mean, yeah. I've felt very very lost recently. Um, you know, it's just sort of trying to figure out what to do, and then thinking, right, okay, you'll have to give in and get, um, you know, get some paid work doing something or perhaps um try you know a new venture but all of it all of it is just very um very scary and mm-hmm. you know we are we are at points now where i mean i've got you know nothing in the bank it's all i've i've, I've got credit cards galore now they're all nearly maxed out because mm-hmm. you know there's not enough money coming in um so you know this month that already is is quite is is quite scary and you know you'd normally do things like you could do airbnb and stuff like that but even that is something that we can't really do properly at the moment and renting out rooms and things like that so there's you know it it really is a struggle to to make ends meet mm, I saw and that. i think a lot of us fear lo- losing things yeah no i i think that's the yeah, it's a really great point mentioning there because when i was finding the flat um not really the flat finding a room in london back in yeah. early september i did see quite a few people putting that into the um the profile saying uh, regrettably um renting out one of my rooms because of the failout during the um the COVID pandemic um mm. there, there are people doing that mainly because of the money yeah. i guess yeah yeah um, I don't have fun of my friends yeah, it's, renting. It's, it's... Sorry. No, go on, carry on. Uh, no, I'm just saying uh, one of my uh, flatmate renting with me because I'm living in a three-bedroom flat and one of the people moving in um, mm. changed from a very much bigger room um, to a smaller room because of the, you know, the budget, the money they have and, yeah. and, and the yeah. savings, all this kind of stuff. So I, I kind of having a sense of how hard it is i'm i'm personally i'm a quite privileged stage because i got fully funded by my family and um both mm. my dad's mom jobs were not really affected much by the pandemic so i'm lucky but again for me to speak to many people around me it's really hard it is just sometimes it's just not there's no hope for them um to to find yeah. a job in the very much soon future um yeah, so I think it's it's yeah. a hard conversation, but I think it's it's great that I got a chance to speak to you, Katie, properly about this again and talking about yeah. um, the support you, you think they should be. Uh, thank you so much for your time, Katie. It's really lovely having oh, a chat with you. Oh, it's always a pleasure. Sorry, I couldn't help with I couldn't help with the situation, but I can't help um, oh. spread the word. <laughs> <laughs> spread the word. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, it's it's important what you're doing, and it's great that you you know you're still sort of working in in this area and pushing out. Mm. So. 
keep going with that. Thank you, you so know? much, Katie. That's my friend Katie underlined having a chat with me about um, the art industry. It, it, it is just how hard it is. You you might not believe it. You might just say like, uh, "What? This is just someone telling me something scary." It is not. If you've got friends who work in the art industry, asking them um, about the situation, and you will be finding out something even more scary. So do speak to your friends who work in the art industry. Help them if you can, and at least keep them company. Having a conversation and see if, if there's anything that. You know, you can talk through and mental health issues are another big point for people who do not have a job but want to find a job. I can tell you that I'm always being anxious about finding a job. So that's the situation where I am. Where friends are probably your friends are at this certain time. Do get in touch if you want to share your、um, views on this story, and if you have any anything else you think we should talk about in the podcast. Until then, bye bye. Thanks for listening. To find out more, check out our website diversefm.weebly.com or email diverse.fm@foxmail.com. Until next time. This is Diverse FM.